Okay, good morning, gentlemen. We're on page Samach Gimel Amid Bay, 63b at the bottom. Um, and uh, the question is, there are many differences in halacha based on a person's age. And usually the one that would know is the dad. And uh, what, um, uh, what uh, as far as the father's testifying that the son reached a certain age, so the question is, what are the limitations of that? Usually you need testimony. Testimony is from an impartial person, and usually you need two. So uh, let's say you have a bar mitzvah boy uh, pulls the trigger. So was he a bar mitzvah boy or was he a minor? Can we pros- Well, it's not a great example because sometimes the base didn't wait until they're 20, the base didn't up here, the base didn't up there. But there are many dinim that uh, does, is he bar mitzvah, is he not? So when does the father have belief? So one of the rules we mentioned before is that we typically believe him, but not to punish the child, not for corporal punishment, not to give lashes or to kill someone. There already you need real testimony, not just the dad saying, yes, he's this old. Let's see the Gemara. Rav Chista, um, it starts from Rav Chista, about seven lines up. Rav Chista, Omar, Echadzeh, um, uh, whether it's... Um, uh, uh, whether it's the father testifying or whether it's uh, the person testifying about themselves that they accepted marriage, ain't sochlin, that we will not punish based on that alone. Uh, we won't stone them. Va'azer of tame, and that's consistent. The Omer of Chista, benizu ben This son is, has the equipment to have sexual relations. He's nine years in a day. Or bitizu, or a daughter, is bas gimushonu yomechad. Neman lekorbin, as far as uh, bringing a Corbin for having sinned, he's able to testify that the equipment was there and therefore the sin was done, and if it was done by mistake, they'll have to bring a Corbin. But not when it comes to corporal punishment. Let's bring a proof to that. This boy who's 13 years in a day, or this girl, this is my daughter, Nemun, he's believed as far as if they took a vow, their bar, their bas mitzvah, lecharamim, those are a donation of base of English, hektish, leerchen, all, all kinds of rules. If they're a minor and they made a commitment, it's not binding. If they're an adult and they made a commitment, it is. Avalola makos velonchin. He's not believed. Uh, okay, he's bar mitzvah, get out the whip. <laughs> he, he shouldn't have done that. You know, that's the, uh, well, you know, we, don't, we need more than that. Um, uh, so what, uh, what would we believe? Typically, uh, we would see signs of puberty if there was testimony that he reached signs of puberty, uh, if, there was, um, uh, if there were witnesses, I suppose, or there, there are other ways to establish. Okay. Would the mother also be believed for those things? She would know better than the father. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Um, does the mother... There are certain things that a woman... Right. right. Well, I, I can't imagine you would. Uh, in other words, we have standard testimony, which is two witnesses that are impartial that testify, and then you have. We're saying fa- the father has certain belief regarding uh, offerings and regarding uh, vows, but not regarding based something that based in is going to be uh, paskening on as far as giving a punishment or so. There, based in has to deal with testimony. 
So I, I can't. I, you're really asking: Does the mother have the same belief as the father? But uh, clearly, it wouldn't be to you know to whip him or to. But uh, but for other things, that's a good. I'll have to research that. Okay. Yeah. So we're at the top of 64A. We just started. We just. Also, uh, your your cup is in the way. Oh, okay. My cup runs over. All right. Thank you. Call me if you that was a good reminder. I'm always waiting for the first question so I can make my bracha. Okay. New Mishnah. Um, um, so, um, there is a... Um, okay, let's see the Mishnah. Kedashti is biti. A man testifies about his minor daughter. She has no idea. He says, uh, she's married. I, I accepted a marriage proposal on behalf of my minor daughter. The Torah allows the father to do that. Or, Kidashti, I married her, Vigarashti, and I received her divorce. Kashikatana. And he said this all took place when she was young, and she is still young. Nemon. The father's believed. The Torah believes the father, the daughter's married, the daughter's not married. Ne- Yes, yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, uh, now, um, what's the difference if she's divorced or she's single? As Rashi says, if, she's been, if she, he accepted engagement and now she was divorced, she can't marry a Kohen. So the father's believed regarding the daughter's status. Okay, next case. He says, oh, her? Yeah, I married her, divorced. She's been married, she's been divorced. And she's a big girl now of, of 12 and a half, right? Higadola. He's not believed. He's believed when he's able to, um, uh, when it's in his hand, so to speak. But he's not believed uh, when it's no longer, um, it, he has no control over it. There you need real testimony. Prove it. Where's the, where's the ksuva? Where's the marriage document? Nishpas. Uh, let's say uh, she was captured as a minor, upadisi, and the father redeemed her. So, um, and therefore he says she's not eligible to marry a Kohen because there's an assumption if they were captured that they were uh, harmed, not Kohen eligible. Either way, over this, uh, the father is not believed. Um, and we'll see the, what the difference is. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. The, uh, this definitely have a pang for the captives, you know, like the, the captives are... Um, say, uh, okay, let's see. Yes, right, yeah. So, Maishna, Reishna, Maisa, Sefa. Why is it we sometimes believe the dad and sometimes we don't? What's the difference? So, the more explains. Reisha, Biado. In the first case, she's still a minor. So, the father still is able to change her status. Sefa, La, Biado. And the Sefa, it's already, she's an adult. She's, she's beyond his control. Let's see Rashi. Reisha, first Rashi in the Gemara. Reisha biyadu, bodenu katana biyadu l'kadsho l'achar. When she's still young, he could marry her again. Ulaks l'kabu get her manu. And then if that person wants to give a get, hilchak nemun, demaili l'shakar iboy pasole. Why would we, he tell a lie? This is what you were hinting to, Dr. Yaffe. That's the, uh, the maili l'shakar. means like, basically, um, if he wanted to, he could marry her. So now that he says that she's been married, this is something that uh, the father, the Torah trusts the father to be in control of. So 
since it's biyado, it's in his hand, uh, we believe him, and there's no reason not to believe him almost. That's this Maili Lishaku. Why should he lie? But it's actually not really in his hands. He needs, he needs a husband for his daughter, and he needs a husband who's willing to be Megarish's daughter, so he doesn't control that. Correct. They talk about that a little bit. That's, uh, that's makes, that's, this is a complicated subject, actually. So, Seifa, la biyado, where um, in the second case, where she's already a big girl, Lukadri, he can't, he can't accept her. Um, now, um, maybe she's not Cohen eligible if she was with a non Jew. He can't do that either. I don't know what, what Rashi was bothered by over there that Rashi mentions. Um, couldn't, I guess Rashi's wondering couldn't the father always make the daughter not Cohen eligible? And he says that no, the, father's not, uh, the father can never do that. Rashi is, is referencing the Seifa, the real Seifa, mm-hmm. the Nishbe's case. I see. Therefore, he's just saying that that's why she is, he's not believed. I see. For yeah. he can't. Uh-huh. He can't make her a captive. Right. <laughs> I see. Right. I think that's what Rashi oh, okay. Is. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I appreciate that. Somehow, at the moment, I did, it eluded me. But yeah, that's what he's referring. He didn't use the word. He he, he can't make right. her a captive. That's what means limsu Okay. Thank you. Okay, back to the Gemara. I frek the Gemara. Varibiyadu lahastiyo lachalu the kapasal and the kahuna. So, uh, isn't it in the father's hand to marry the girl when she was younger to somebody who would have made her not kohen eligible? Uh, and this is the uh, um, if she was married to a chalul, it's really debatable if she was married to somebody who was profaned from the kahuna, and then. Uh, if, that, if she were then to be a widow or divorced, she wouldn't be Cohen eligible. So since the father is capable of marrying her off to somebody who would take away her kahuna eligibility, why, why don't you, if we're saying that anything the father could do, he's believed, uh, the father could do that. So um, the Gemara answered, Hi, Lokasha, it's not a difficulty. He holds that a father, that wouldn't make her ineligible uh, for um, uh, marrying a Kohen. And uh, the expression used is that the daughters of Israel are a mikvah Torah. Even if the father has a, is a cholol, uh, the kids would not be, uh, wouldn't pass to the next generation. Uh, then the Morris says, well, that's true. All right, the, the worst thing he should do is give his daughter to somebody whose father was a Kohen and married a divorcee. But couldn't he marry her to a mamzer? Um, not a very nice dad, you know, to give his daughter to a mamzer. Um, yeah. Um, and Karevi uh, Ki, so the Gemara answered Karevi Kiva, the Omer in Kedushin Tosim Mechaive Lavin. According to Revi Kiva, you can't, there's no, it's, it wouldn't be considered married. The father couldn't accept a marriage proposal from a mamzer uh, because, like Revi Kiva, Kedushin is not Tofus in Chaive Lavin. You can't marry a mamzer. Well, he can marry to the Kain Gadol. If she's a widow, he can marry to the Kain Gadol. And that sounds like a nice shidduch if the Kain Gadol is interested in his daughter. Um, and so you might ask, like Revi Kiva, anytime you marry someone you're not supposed to, uh, didn't he say the marriage doesn't work? So here, if she married the Kain Gadol, wouldn't we say you can't... If the... Um, Basically, our question is, the father and his ability to receive a marriage proposal 
couldn't he receive a marriage proposal from somebody who would make her not Kohen eligible? So the Gemara is saying, well, according to Rebbe Kiva, he couldn't. But then the Gemara is saying, but couldn't, even like Rebbe Kiva, couldn't he marry her to the Kohen Gadol if she's a widow? And the Gemara says, It's true. Rebbe Kiva says, anyone you marry, you're not supposed to, you create a mamzer. But in that case, the Torah says, Lo yikak, the Kohen Gadol shouldn't marry a widow, lo yikalo, and if he does, he'll profane his children. The worst thing that will happen is the children won't be Kohanim. They know some mamzerim. Uh, but it won't make the kids mamzerim. So basically we're saying the father does have the ability to receive a marriage proposal that will unkahuna the daughter that will make her not eligible. So why shouldn't, if we're saying anything the father is able to do, we believe him on, so why don't we believe him in these cases? So the Gemara says, Rebbe Shobev. Uh, maybe he held like Rebbe Shobev, the Omar, Bo, Venitzko, Al-Kiva, Ben Yosef. Go and call out. Uh, he, he, when you strongly disagree with somebody, you go and you, actually I think they say scream. What does the Yosef say? What? Go and, go, go and cry. Go and cry on Akiva Ben Yosef. It's also when you call somebody Akiva Ben Yosef, that's like, uh, that means he, he disagrees, right? It's like uh, uh, Akiva Ben Yosef, Shai Omar, Kol Sheinlo Bia Bisrael. He said, anybody who the marriage is not uh, get the blessing, so to speak, Havlad Mamzer. So, um, and including the Kohen Gadol, so he can learn like that. So you're right, the worst that Han Yicha, this would work out like Rebbe Yishobib, the father has, has no ability legally to um, take away the ability of this woman to marry a Kohen. So therefore, he wouldn't have belief. Uh, if you say that our Mishnah is going like Rebbe Shovet. So the Morris says that works like Rebbe Shovet, not if he was saying like himself. But if he was coming to exclude Rebbe Simoy, couldn't he marry somebody who um, is only a little bit not supposed to get married to. You have Chayvei Lavin, and you also have Chayvei uh, Essay. Uh, so um, couldn't he, and, and that, that's not quite as bad, and it, it's, it's only if you marry Chayvei Lavin that you're not going eligible, but Chayvei Essay, you could, and wouldn't that be eligible for that? So, um, what is the Chayvei Essay? Um, I thought it would be like a, a, a Mitzri that converted or, um, or uh, let's see, this Rashi give an example. Amad um, al-Kaingadol, uh, that's the example. Um, even though he ad- admits that Chayve Lavin, uh, there's no Kedushim, but Chayve Essay, he's saying it would, it would be. That, that would be an Amad al-Kaingadol is the main example here. Says, uh, to marry a basula and an is not a basula. It's not a basula, right? Uh, that's right. That's the state. Don't marry an almond. Correct. That's right. Um, so, Amravashi Vitizu, Reisha He has a question according to the way we're saying. Um, does that make sense? Nahid de It's not totally in the father's hands. This is what, what Dr. Yafi was asking much earlier. Even though the father can, can accept a marriage proposal, he can't then have the guy give her a divorce. And also, and, and so therefore it really isn't in the father's control uh, to totally dictate what the status of the daughter is. And um, if there's some, one of these people who the father doesn't um, like, 
that you can't, the father isn't required to take somebody he doesn't wish to take. It's not totally, uh, you, the father may not find somebody who he wishes to give his daughter to. So it, it doesn't, he doesn't like this idea that we're believing the father because this is something that he has easy control over. These are not things that the father has easy control over. He has control over mar- accepting a marriage proposal, but not a divorce. And even accepting, you've got to be offered. That's really what the Gemara is saying. You gotta have, and that's not in his control to get the offer. So El Omer he wants to say a little bit different. Reisha Rechmanu Hayamenu, he says, in the first case, the fact that we believe the father, it's a Xerus custom. The Torah seems to say we trust dad. How do you know? How do you know that if the father says this daughter, she doesn't look like it, she's playing with the dolls, she's married? How do you know he's believed to say that? It's, the Torah says that I gave my daughter, I gave her away to this man. Uh, and uh, when he says uh, I gave her, she's married, that she's forbidden to everybody. So, so the Torah believes the father regarding marriage, but other things, that she was captive and she's not eligible to co-ed, you need real testimony. So basically the Torah itself spoke to that issue. So Gamora initially thought we believe the father because since the Torah gives the father certain control over the daughter, we tend to believe something that he has control over. Then the Gamora fell away from that and now is saying it's because you see that the Torah itself trusts the dad. The Torah says that it quotes those words. It's beating the satelish. I gave my daughter to this man. It tells us the Torah um, put the father in the driver's seat, so to speak, about the daughter's marital status. Okay, um, let's just see the Rashi Linesu and Hayamenu. The Torah uh, believes him for Nesuin im Nara im Katana. Whether she's a Nara Katana of a Bulgaris Glo Mishtoi Krad the Nara Ksiv Hilkaklo. But she's not believed when she's older. Okay, fine. New Mishnah. Misha Omar. So on the discussion of when we believe. So, so again, the standard, we love like witness, impartial witnesses that come to court and testify and having two of them. That's standard testimony. Our question is when we believe relatives. Like, you know, when, when is it, when, when, when do we give them the credibility to state the facts? And especially like the father, that's really the question. So another case, uh, um, a person is on his deathbed, and uh, normally, if he, he, as far as we know, they don't have any children, and uh, as far as we know, his his wife will not be, will not be able to remarry unless she gets even more chalitza from his brother. So he says. Uh, uh, as he's dying, he says, "Oh, tell the wife not to worry about Yimur Chalitza, Yeshli Banim. I got kids. I just never told her about them. <laughs> so therefore, uh, he doesn't need. She doesn't need Yimur Chalitza. So is he believed? Yes, Nemun. He is believed about that. Now, what about if he tells the wife, as far as she, as she knew, he didn't have any brothers, so she never worried about Yimur Chalitza, and he says, "Oh, I do have a brother. I never told you about. We never talked about him." Every, People have those relatives that they just don't talk about, right? That, uh, so, Eidu uh, Nehmon, that he's not believed for. Rebbe, why is it the issue of Nehmonis? I mean, isn't that something that can be established? <coughs> um, I guess the immediate question is, if the wife, uh, the widow, would come to us to get married, would we say, no, well, you need a chalitza first? 
And he says, well, my husband didn't have a brother. And he said, no, he said, we went on the record. We, we can't marry you. He, he said that, you, that there is a, 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 yibam, a, a yavam here. Okay. It's, I guess it, it's, there, there are surprises on the deathbed. In those days, uh, people, when they were sick, often didn't get better. Uh, meaning that we, we, you know, today when people are sick, you get an antibiotic, and uh, after a few, if that one doesn't work, you take another one. Or the, uh, but most in most cases, people will get better. In those days, a lot of times people were sick, and uh, that was it. And so they had time. They knew that they they would say their last will and testament, and all of a sudden things came out that nobody knew. All this family secrets would come out, and so the question is. Are you obligated to believe them or not? And it was this person of sound mind when he said it. You know, like it's, uh, it's, uh, it's just an interesting question. Okay, let's see the Gemara. So what do we see? He's believed to let her go. He's not believed to create trouble and say, oh, your guy got some mysterious brother that we never told you about. Go find him, you know. That he's not believed. So that's what it sounds like from the Mishnah. That's the... That's what it sounds like, the basic rule. Our Mishnah doesn't follow a Nasan in Tanya. When they get married, let's say he's an old guy, she's, a, she's older. She says, she doesn't want to marry him because, well, I'll be stuck with Yibam. And he says, don't worry. I got kids. He bragged that he has kids. I don't know where they are, but uh, not to worry. He has kids. There's, she's, she's not going to have to worry about Yibam. Bishas Misa. And then he's dying. He says, I have to tell you the truth. I lied. Ain't lo banim. I failed. Uh, when they got married, he says, don't worry. I don't have any brothers. Bishas Misa, he says, yesho achim. I do have brothers. Nem and lahater nem Divrei Rebbe. Rebbe said, uh, we only believe him if he wants to, um, uh, to take away to permit the wife to remarry, but we're not going to believe him to create problems if until now we were not aware of them. Reb Nassim said, No, he does have a uh, belief uh, to create trouble, so to speak, to forbid her. So our Mishnah said he doesn't have belief to, to forbid her, and we see Reb Nassim <coughs> holds that he does. So do we say that Reb Nassim can't fit in with our Mishnah? That would be strange. That case is different where he's dying. You know, when a guy is dying, you'd like to think that maybe then he'll tell some truth. You know, he's, he's, he sees where he's going, you know, and that, that's the time to... So I would have thought that... Um, uh, uh, that's why Reb Nelson said that he's believed to forbid her because he's... Uh, that, that's a, that time, but regularly, just uh, not at the time of death, um, uh, then you you don't know you know you, the person doesn't have to, but that's a moment of truth there there maybe he 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 believes him. He says, isn't it logical? my in a case uh, where he's uh, making himself a liar. Amris Kushtakamris were saying, well, when he's dying, he wants to set the record straight. Our Mishnah, we don't have him changing his opinion. Certainly, we should believe him. So um, it's difficult to say that th- there's this magic, the guy's dying, now we can trust everything he says. Hello, Marabai, we want to say, what is the new, new explanation? 
So again, why do you sometimes believe him about it and sometimes not? And you don't believe him if until now nobody ever heard about his brothers. Our Mishnah is talking about he didn't have brothers below Luxivani, and nobody knew that he had kids. I mean, since there's no prior record, so Omar Yeshli Ban, and if he says, I have kids, he's believed. Yeshli Why? We're not going to forbid her to marry anybody. Basically, that's what it's going to be. She's going to be, wait, so. Uh, we look, and until now, the, her status was that she was married to him and she wasn't a, a, uh, a Yavim candidate. So we're not going to turn her into a Yavim candidate and forbid her to the whole world and only to the guy's brother who we don't even know exists, if until now. So that's the reason we don't believe him. Brysa, and the Brysa is a different case. What is that case as we turn the page? The We knew about his brothers. Everybody knew his brothers, but we didn't know anything about his kids. Uh, and we said, why should he lie? My common lift to be Yivam. He wants to exempt her from Yivam. That's it's that's in his hand to exempt. Matzi Petir He could write her a get. So um, since he could write her a get, he could also say, I got kids. Rebbe Savar Maili Shakra Ki Adim Dummy. The fact that if it, that if he would want to do something, he could do it. So why should he lie? That gives credibility. Uh, and that takes away the chazaka. It's like a chazaka. One thing can't take away another thing. So, if until now we didn't know we had brothers, uh, the fact um, that uh, uh, he can, um, uh, there, therefore, the, 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 uh, the credibility we want to give him uh, because certain things are in his hand. We don't. Uh, we can't have one chazaka take away another chazaka. This is. Uh, there's a lot more to discuss here, but the. Um, but like I said, you can basically read what it's saying. New mishnah. Hamakadish is bito. So we actually had this mishnah. Um, uh, a person accepts uh, a marriage proposal for his daughter, and he has two daughters. He's got an older daughter, a younger daughter, and we typically had rules that people like to marry off the older daughter first, but. Uh, the older daughter, the father doesn't have the control over. It's only the younger daughter that the father can legally accept a proposal. So, We wouldn't normally, uh, the older daughter that's not in there, Rashi, She can marry anybody she wants. She doesn't need to get. The father had no business receiving a marriage proposal. She's not bound by that at all. Somebody bows down and gives the father a ring, and if I accept you and you're married, it means nothing. If the daughter is uh, already bogaris, it means nothing. Uh, next. What happens if a person has a layered family? He had two wives. He has t- uh, 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 two daughters from the first wife and two daughters from another wife. So he's got four daughters to take care of. I hope he's got a lot of money, right? So... Uh, and he says, and uh, somebody's uh, at the party offers him a marriage proposal. And he says, Kadashi, you know what? I want to, I'll marry the oldest. I, people always like the oldest take care of first. The Aniodea, and we don't know, uh, he can't remember who he meant. So did he mean, is it the oldest of the uh, altogether? Or maybe it's the older of the younger ones. 
oh, Katana Shebegdolis. Or it could actually be the younger of the older ones, she gedola mina gedola shebektanis, because the younger of the older ones is still older than the uh, than the oldest of the young ones. So basically, three out of four could be called older. <coughs> so kulam asuras. So potentially, uh, if we have no way to find out exactly who was meant, three out of four daughters are going to be forbidden to marry anybody except except the youngest of the young. Diver in there. Seems like an extreme, but that's what we have to assume over here. We, since uh, the father accepted a marriage proposal for a daughter, and he, it was the, uh, an older daughter, so technically three out of four could have that title, older daughter. Rabbi Yossi says, no, you're being too strict. Kula Mutaris. They're all okay except from the oldest of the old. We'll have to see what the debate is. Next, Ketachi, next that, now this is similar, except Ketachi as Bitektana. He wakes up the next day with a hangover. I think I married the youngest daughter, or I, the younger one. Okay, the uh, day, What did he mean, the younger one? the youngest of the young, or the younger of the old, the older of the young. Shehi katana, who's still younger than a katanisha begdolos. So So three out of four would be forbidden as the younger one, except for the oldest of the old. This is just the, the same case reversed. Instead of the older one, he married the younger one. Rav Yossi says, Kul Mutaris, Kutz Mila Katanish, except for the youngest of the young. Okay, so now. Um, yes. So let's see the Gemara. Hi, Pictanus. So, Hub Tanis Baklau, the. How could he. Um, when he marries two daughters, or when he accepted a proposal and didn't clarify who he meant. So basically, he won't be able to marry either because you can't marry a woman and you can't marry her sister. So if you marry, if you say, I got a bunch of daughters, okay, I'll take, you know, I'll take you and I'll figure out who you're best suited for. But since potentially it could be either, it, it has to be neither, wouldn't it? Because he, he can't, um, if, uh, he can only marry one daughter. And if we don't know which daughter, he could never go ahead and marry the one that he took without specifying because he might be taking her sister. So uh, how is it that he would really be married? Why would we say this is binding? Uh, Basically, if you don't know who you married, why don't we say he's not married? Because you have the marriage means that you can take a woman as a wife and then live with her. And in this case, if he was not specific enough to know who he married, he would never reach that stage. And uh, there was two opinions about that, if you could technically be married, even though you don't know to who. So, uh, but the Mishnah sounds like that even though he, he, he's, um, uh, he doesn't know who, he could be married. How could he be married? He might be having the wrong woman. So the Gemara says, uh, no, that's not our case. Uh, the, the first case of the Mishnah is talking about there was only a big one and a little one. So when he said the big one, we knew what he was talking about. So the Gemara says, um, But doesn't it say, um, uh, besides the big one and the small one, there was also an older one. So the Gemara says, uh, it means, Bogeris de Alma. It me- doesn't mean that he had it. It's saying in general, uh, it doesn't mean that besides the younger and the older, he, 
he has the younger and older that he's able of giving off. And um, in general, there are people also who have older daughters that, he, that they're not even have control over. So the Morris says, of course, if there's older daughters out there that he has no control, if he doesn't actually have them, so why would we even be throwing that in the mix? Basically, fathers have control over their younger daughters, the Katana, the Nara. They have no control over the Bulgaris daughters. And he might not even have a Bulgaris daughter. We're saying the case is he only had two. So then, uh, so why would we even mention that? So the Morris said, Even if he has an older daughter, and even though normally uh, he has no control over them, maybe the older daughter said, Dad, I need your help. I need you to, uh, even though I'm a big girl now, I can accept my own proposal. I'll authorize you to accept a proposal for me. And then the father gets drunk and accepts a proposal, and he doesn't know which daughter, right? So the question is, so that maybe he meant the oldest, because don't people take care of the oldest first? So I would have assumed that he, he, got, he wanted it for his older daughter. The older daughter, he doesn't get to keep the money if he accepts a proposal, because she's older, goes to her. And so typically, if he's making a deal, he's going to make it the deal that he gets rich from. from the, the, he's going to get the ring for the younger daughters. Now, typically, even though people like to see the older daughter married first, since he gets to keep the money in the younger cases, we can assume he did that. It's a very strong statement over here. Like you would, isn't anybody altruistic? You know, like the, but uh, uh, maybe not. So the more said, "Me lo askida de omer lo Aren't we speaking about where the father said, "I I received a proposal for uh, for you." And still, the Morris says, Lo shavik inish mitzvah de ramiyalav, avad mitzvah de lo ramiyalav. The father's responsible for the younger daughters. He's not responsible for the older daughters, and we would not assume uh, that, um, uh, that he meant her if he didn't specify her. Again, if he did specify, then it's obvious. That's going back to the first case. Then we get to the second case, where there's double daughters. Uh, and then the, uh, the question is, why do we need, Dr. Yaffe's question, why do we need a case of older and younger. Basically, uh, one view is older or younger could be three out of four. And the other view is, no, older means oldest and younger means youngest. Those are the two opinions. But if we said it in, in one case, why do we need the second case? It's just, it's the same thing. Why do we need both? The answer is, you do need both. If we only have the older case. Since there's a younger girl, Lahak Gadola Korile, she's my big one. <laughs> All the other girls are a big girl because there's still somebody younger than one. Abu Baha, um, but in the second half, where you're talking about the younger one, Module Ryosik Tana, Lahakatana, the younger ones may be the Kula Korile. Uh, when it comes to the young ones, Motor of Yosi, the Ktana, there's only one youngest. The Ktana, Laha Ktana, the Kulakar. She's still called the youngest. When it's uh, older, uh, three out of four are older. Uh, but uh, young, the Ktana, the Ktana, it's not three out of four are Ktana. Only one is, is the Ktana. Maybe he admits, maybe that's different. I guess it depends on the nuance, nuance of the language. Let's see the Rashi here. Um, 
Avakatana ima modulator of Yosi. The Koshu Yoko Likros Bita Gdola, as long as you could call her older, you wouldn't call her Katana. Rashi, it's like almost an insult to say the young, the, you know, the young. You're, you're trying to marry her off. You're not going to say the baby. I'm going to give you the baby. I'm going to give you the young one. So as long as you could call her older, maybe you call her older. This one's an older one. <laughs> uh, it's still relative to one of the others. Correct. So you can't just say, well, you know, okay, she's the only one, and uh, but I want to call her a big girl. Right, right. That's correct. That's not going to fly. That's not going to fly. So getting back to our original question was, why are we repeating the same kind of case with the older, where he's got, he proposed to an older one, and the same machlokas by the younger one? The answer is that by the the older one, since you're trying to marry them off, you might have called three out of four the older one. But by the youngest, it's not a compliment, apparently, to call him the youngest, the baby. And so you wouldn't call three out of four the youngest. So maybe we agree to that opinion. There's only one younger. Uh, I guess in English you have this word youngest. But in Hebrew, you would only call one a katana. You wouldn't call the other one. Kamash Milan, that you would. That's the Kiddush. That you still would call, well, there's still she's younger from the other one. <laughs> or she's, um, you know. So that's why it had to say. Back to the Gemara. If we only said the case of the Katana, here Rabbi Yossi said uh, only one out of four is the Katana, but with the older ones, maybe he admits to Rebeir. So serve for Srika. Srika, it's needed. The Gemara says next, do you mean to say? Okay, fine. So we had to say both cases. Now what are they arguing so the Morris says, maybe like this. Lameimar, do you mean to say the Remeir Savar Machas Inishla Nashulisveka? Remeir says a guy would be uh, willing to accept a proposal that he wasn't sure which daughter he was locking in. He meant I, I've got older daughters, one of them. A person would be willing to do something that's a doubt and figure it out later. People do that kind of stuff. Rabbiosi Savar, no, Lo he would never have done that. He had to have been specific. And people, if they get married, they like to know who they're marrying, which daughter, right? That's, uh, um, that's uh, typically people. So is that the machlokus here? The machlokus is when somebody proposes, is it possible that they didn't know which one? Or, uh, and that they would have said one of them, the olders, one of the older daughters, or one of the younger ones. That's all I know. Or do we say person doesn't do that? That's the way we want to learn the machlokas. But ifka we learn the exact opposite in another case, the tenan. Hanoderada Pesach, a person took a vow and said, uh, this is forbidden to me, and people like to pick a time till Yantav, till Pesach. So asr achigia, that means until it is Pesach. Achihe Pesach, until it'll be Pesach, that means asr achiyetze, that's till it's over. Ad Pene Pesach, what if he says the face of Pesach till it's close to it? So Ramirus Omar Asra And once it starts, Rabyosi says, no, once it's over. Omar Um so basically what do we see? That um Ramir says uh in this case, uh it's uh it's around Pesach time. So once you reach around, that's enough. Rabyosi says, no, you have to be sure Pesach is over until it's permitted. So this is the exact opposite of, the, of what we said before, whether a person 
uh, would say something uh, in doubt and um, uh, or not. So you're right, You know what? Maybe we mix them up. Vatanya. Uh, and uh, where do we see that perhaps we mix the names up? This Vatanya is approved. If something, we know when the date is. And he says, until the face of that, it means till it's over. Until we reach it. Um, okay. So that's one answer. Again, it's not the preferred answer to, to say we switched, we got goofed up who said what. So Abai gives a different answer. Um, you know what? Uh, let's stop here at the Omer Abai. Okay.